For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Talking about itty bitty podcast, podcast mini Mondays. Merry musical <laughs> mini Monday chunkies. I'm Carter. I am Doge. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. Katie! <laughs> There's a fourth. There's a fourth in the studio. Actually, it's Hi, fun everybody. to- it's fun to call it a studio, um, but because we're all in different places, because it's still not a time to go outside and see each other. <laughs> um, Katie comes to us from Nashville, Texas, and Katie, I have to Nashville, Texas. No, from Nashville, Texas. Where. I mean, super close. <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. But I have to. I have to. Um, I've been sending to you that, like, hey, that's Central Time, <laughs> and I forget that Nashville's Central Time, right? Yes. In the U.S. Now we are like. Tennessee splits, 30 minutes right? away okay. from Eastern Standard Time. So our nights get darker faster than yours. That is so Like our 7 p.m. is darker than yours. Um, if I drive 30 minutes east, Eastern Standard Time. Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, that's not the main reason we have you, though. Let's talk about, say, no, let's talk I mean, about that, that for a few more minutes. <laughs> no, I'm a medical that is marvel. Most amazing this thing. is for our, our special time zone series. <laughs> um Katie Nolan, is, again. Uh, as you can tell from the intro, very musically talented. And we thought, what better person to come help take over our Choosical series than Katie Pestless herself? We've been shouting her out uh, with her Instagram follows and stuff. But Katie, I want to start by just giving you some time to let us know, like, what do you do? What is your career? What are you doing out in Nashville, Texas? Um, <laughs> out in Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> Uh, introduce yourself because we're Katie. We're going to get to know you today, and we're going to get to know you for the next five weeks, oh, uh, which I'm which so we're super honored. super excited about. So t- take the stage. Well, thanks, guys. Listen, I am so honored to be here, and I am a huge fan of all of you. I I know we said this earlier while we were sound checking for forty seven minutes, but <sighs> I. I'm seriously fangirling You can't out so us like hard. that. You can't put us on blast like that. Edit that out. No, listen, I have listened to hundreds of your podcasts. So I am honored to be here. I am fangirling pretty hard. And uh, no, seriously, thanks guys for having me. Um, I am Katie and I am a session singer, background vocalist, uh, let's see, voice actor in the, out of Nashville, Tennessee. And my husband, Donnie and I've lived here for about five years and my husband works in the tour industry and, uh, he's a tour manager. So he goes around the country and basically herds cats of yeah. buses <laughs> of people. And, uh, he keeps them, you know, if there's a bus problem, if there's catering issue, like Donnie is the go-to guy. And so, and then I, 
get to sing on Disney Parks recordings. So I don't know if people know this, but this is a fun fact about Nashville, Tennessee. We actually record most of the Disney recordings you hear at the parks all over the world. So Walt wow. Disney World, Disneyland, Disneyland Tokyo, Disneyland Paris, all of them um, are recorded here no in Nashville. Way. Yeah. Wow. And so we do that. Um, I'm a member of SAG-AFTRA, which is super fun. So we get a lot of uh, video game work and movie work here. Uh, so I can, I am honored because my husband loves to play video games that he gets to hear me when he plays video games. So, <laughs> so what, okay. So what video game have you been on? Uh, let's see. Okay. So FIFA. Oh, um, wow. Let's see. Are you, are you like when, uh, are you Cristiano are you the announcers or no? Okay, I guess I should clarify. So I am either part of the choir or if there's a solo, um, it might be my voice. So for FIFA, awesome. I was a part of the choir. Hans Zimmer actually wrote the music for the big trailer for the FIFA. What you know, new video game that wow. came out last year, <laughs> and go, so Hans. we got to have him on Zoom. It was the coolest thing I've ever you had experienced Hans Zimmer in my on life. Zoom. Oh yeah, more like Hans Zoomer. Hey. Hans Zimmer. Nice. No, and that's why we're awesome. better to have on Zoom than Hans. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even half that funny. <laughs> True. He's probably pretty serious. Um, no, so we did FIFA, Far Cry 5, Battlefield 5. Wow. Um, there have been a few others, but sometimes they don't disclose them to us because of NDAs. Like they, mm. they'll literally non-disclose them because of non-disclosures is what I just said. I'm embarrassed. Um, and so, <laughs> so sometimes we know and sometimes we don't know, but there was a Star Wars game I got to be a part of. Uh, I My dream would be a vo voice on Destiny, to get to be a singing voice on Destiny. Oh, cool. Because so, mm. my awesome. husband's a huge Destiny fan, so I think mm -hmm. that would be pretty cool. But there's a, there's a couple um, random moments in Far Cry 5. If you're listening, I'm in the church choir. The creepy church choir. Oh, fun! That's <laughs> awesome. I love. If you Far run up, Cry there's 5. a uh, there's a there's a truck like a white or yellow truck or something, and if you run up to it with your with your ammo, uh, you hear my sister in law actually singing a solo on the radio. So it's crazy because people, you know, you play those games and you don't think somebody's literally getting paid to stand in a studio and go. Ugh, huh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, like they're just like there's somebody who's a sag after who's been working their whole life to get a phone call and be like you get to make sounds like you're getting murdered all day. <laughs> uh, uh, and they're calling their mom like mom I'm gonna be on a video game like oh it's, I would it's too bizarre yeah absolutely I would love that yeah that's amazing so, can, I think about the guy that does Mario's like Super Mario's voice I feel like eighty percent of what he does is just like. Whoa! like all these stuff. Oh, 100%. 100%. I want to be Donkey Kong though, because whoever that is has the real win because he that's just a, makes grunt noises. Yeah, that's, that's a true. running joke uh, with my friend group is like, do your best impersonation of Donkey Kong because it's almost impossible. Do we want to oh, do 100%. that really quick? Does everyone want yeah, to give a shot? Dude, I can't even think of a sound that Donkey Kong makes. Exactly. I'll start with mine, which I don't even yeah. think it is, but it's like, uh, for some reason I imagine, it probably sounds more like the, the wall guy in Mario that just falls down but it's like a uh like that's that's, pretty that's, good. that's mm. all i that's have that's pretty yeah. awesome can that's i can i go I next is it okay yeah. if i go next yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Please. here's my dk impression donkey kong from the uh nintendo you've heard of him here it is <clears throat> so it's sort yeah. of like a home, home improvement, improvement tim allen exactly like shigeru miyamoto's favorite monkey good job <laughs> oh Doge? Katie, we, we got two more I people think it's that a need to little, give it a shot. It's like a... 
like very breathy, very, very little engagement from the vocal cords, but a whole lot of monkey power. It's a lot of teeth it. sound. It's a lot of air and gonna, teeth. I was going to say, I, I don't know that I have the, um, <clears throat> the, the, the angst in me sure, to sure, be able sure, to do sure, it. Sure. But what I can do is when he goes, ooh, ooh, and he like does this thing with his head. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. when, when, when Donnie and I are playing Mario Kart or Mario Party or any of those things, like that is, it's a necessary, you have to do what your character is doing if you yes. lose. I love it. So fun. Um, so I, mine's more of a visual. Than a, than a sound. But Carter's, I feel like that was pretty awesome. Yeah, great for podcast, only yeah. visuals. You'll it find out a like lot this. of times, yeah, if it ever feels like something I'm just organically setting up, it's very planned to make me look great. <laughs> uh, so, extra credit. Oh, yeah, that's all we every do. game on Mini Monday. Yeah, no, just, see, just see Mini Monday in general. <laughs> I literally, uh, there are, so one of the other things I do is sound alikes. So basically when, say, uh, Mandy Moore doesn't want to do a toy or a video game or something like that. Classic Mandy. Can't imagine. Classic I can't believe Mandy. It. She's so busy. Uh, no, <laughs> she, they, they will audition women to do sound alike work for her. So Love when you that. hear, you know, if you ever like, people don't know this, or a lot of people don't know this. You guys probably know this, but uh, Tom Hanks' brother does all of his toys and mm -hmm. all of that. Ursula, so I sang a, uh, I was in Mickey Mouse's Oogie Boogie Bash last Halloween when yes. it was Halloween. It hadn't been canceled. Right, right. And uh, out at Disneyland, and I got to sing with <clears throat> Ursula. Uh, I was the voice of Ariel, and I did the ah. But Ursula was twisting her memory. So it like then went into a minor key. So it was really fun sight singing. It was really hard. But wow. so they changed the melody line. And but Ursula was her daughter. So it was oh, her wow. daughter voicing Ursula singing wow. with me and not that Ursula. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so sound alike work. So the only person I've ever seen that does not allow you to do voice over work, uh, voice replacement for her is Idina Menzel. Uh, she Classic. has a yeah. contract that you cannot sound alike for her. She also you know what I think, guys? I feel like I feel like Adina should just let it go. Just say it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just uh, say it. My. <laughs> Orange juice almost just came out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> she does have like a really distinct she voice does. to me. It's kind of nasally. Oh, for but sure. in the best way, though. I want to be clear. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. she's yeah. incredible. It's, like, she's we're, awesome. Listen, we're talking about the wickedly talented. <laughs> the wickedly talented. Look, I don't know why I felt the need to step to the defense of Idina. <laughs> I don't know why I was like, Carter, chill. She's also, good. It was immediate, too. <laughs> don't say that anymore. <laughs> immediate. Listen, oh. yeah, um, so uh, what kind of work have you done there outside of the, like, aerial Here's what I'm trying so, to get to. Uh, here, I'll go ahead and I'm, I'm going to interrupt you, which is so please. rude to have with a guest. I, uh, one of my favorite people in the world is Celine Dion. And when you talk about like being able to sing like people, the fact that even anybody else on the earth could sing like her is a big deal, but that I know one of them. Um, I have watched the, so the one video uh, on your Instagram, Katie, that I've watched the most is when you do your Instagram live video of uh, I'm Alive. Oh, yeah. Which is one of my favorite. I was I, I had a friend in college, and we were talking about like different songs that pump us up, and I like played that, and they were like, "You're kidding, you're joking," <laughs> and I was like, um, "Hello, take some time and listen. Don't listen. you just want to run forever?" Oh, like, it is when I get like you know some people like Donnie likes to listen to the Deer Hunter when he wants to get jacked. Okay, 
I I am, and I love their music. It's awesome. But when I want to get just jacked about something, I listen to I'm Alive, I Want to Dance with Somebody, Mm. uh, Whitney Houston, or How Will I Know, Whitney Houston. Nice. Uh, You have like John Farnham, You're the Voice. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have like these ballads. And then when you add those together, the fact that Celine Dion has done most of those in her concerts like she is an icon and Carter and I lived next door to each other in college Mm -hmm. and I remember this was a talking point between the two of us that we loved Celine so much I have never forgotten that I think you were going to take your mom to a Celine Dion concert yeah we did it we went to Vegas and we saw her at we saw her at (laughs) Caesar's Palace and I I remember this wept the whole time (laughs) I was like 25 (laughs) and she was singing one song completely in French I had no idea (sighs) what she was saying, but I was just weeping. I was like, yes, we, well, like I was just like, we, 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 he was weeping. He was weeping. weeping. Yes, Katie. Yes. Uh, no, Celine Dion is, I love to impersonate Celine Dion. Uh, I love, I have gotten to impersonate. Well, this is a fun fact, uh, but this coming year, all I can say is that I got to impersonate Moana. Ooh. And I'll be able to mention more of that later. That's okay. good. Um, so that was fun. And I've done some uh, Kristen Bell. Oh, nice. I mean, these are all solid. If Yeah, if you haven't noticed from Katie's like opening, you definitely need to go listen to her Instagram because it does yeah. take... It's it's a different kind of talent to be able to pull off like voices like that. I mean that's a that's a big deal. Totally. Well, um, thanks, man. Well, and listen, Donkey all Kong. My parents I mean, you can add Donkey Kong to your resume uh, now. You're very sweet. My husband. That's what I was gonna say. There are some voices that he's like, don't ever do that. That is so bad. <laughs> because I have wanted to be able to do Miss Piggy for. Oh, we got you. We got you covered. Don't even worry about it. it, it <laughs> honestly, I think the trick is you have to be a dude. Yes. I think because so, yeah. Because to pull that out, the only one I can do from that is, what about the fart shoes? <laughs> because he is hilarious. I love Fozzie Bear. But Donnie is like, I mean, like Kermit the Frog? No, he, I can't. Uh, yeah. Miss Piggy? No, I cannot. So there are a few that I like want in my pocket so bad. So don't think for a second I think I'm too cool because I can imitate Celine Dion. I want to just be able to imitate hey. Miss Piggy. I'd rather hey, have a good amazing. Celine impression than my two out of ten Miss Piggy impression. <laughs> two, out of, two out of ten. Oh man. Oh man. Yep. Um. So I want to talk a little bit about our upcoming series. Yes. And uh, let's talk about some of your experience with musicals. First of all, outside of consuming them, but like being a part of them. Yeah. Um. And like, what does have you so jazzed about being a part of this series? And uh, I'd love to know how do you feel about the poll, like what ended up like being our top five. And we don't have to really, should we actually, should we talk about what the other movies are going to be? I don't know. I don't think it's really much of a, what do you think? Yeah, I, yeah sure. I think we should. Cool. So we can go ahead yeah. and talk about those. Um, and how, how you feel about the list that ended up coming from our, uh, voters, which a lot of them, Katie, thank you so much for helping yeah. with that. This was the by far most active poll that we've had. Um, and we're really excited. And so I oh, think it was, with, listen, it was my pleasure. I just yelled at a lot of my friends. It's yeah, do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, first though, let's, what's some of your experience that you've had with musicals, like being a part of that? Um, so I started in musical theater. Well, I grew up in a really small town. We lived in, we lived in Texas until I was about eight. And then we moved to a town that was just tiny, maybe 10,000 people in Louisiana, 
where there was no choir, no musical theater program. If there was, I hope the teacher's not listening because it was not there. (laughs) Um, But we, we lived in such a small town. So really my only upbringing was like singing in church and stuff. Uh, Then we moved from Deritter, Louisiana is what it's called. And I love it. I am so grateful for that small town. It learned, I learned to enjoy spicy food. I learned to be a, a person. Um, I just am so thankful for my time there. But we moved from DeRitter to Dallas. And I remember going up to my high school and thinking it was a mall. And wow. I went to South Grand Prairie <laughs> High School. And I literally rolled up Big and was school. like, oh my gosh, this is huge. The like freshman center had like 1,200 kids in it. I had never seen anything like it in my life. But they had a musical theater program. And so the first musical we did when I got there was High School Musical. Oh, fun. I had Excellent. never auditioned for a show before. I was so nervous, but I just got up there and sang. And I got to sing the role of Gabriela Montez. Now, here's a great fact. The, we had no dude that could sing as high as Troy Bolton. So a friend of mine sang that role down an octave, the entire musical. He was a <laughs> nice. bass two. They had a bass two <laughs> as Ooh. Troy Bolton. So he sang it down the wow. entire time. I mean, like living in my own world. Like it was <laughs> awesome. That's just high school for you. I love it. And uh, and then we did from there, I just fell in love with it. And so we did another musical my junior year, another musical my senior year. And then by the time I got to college, I got to be in operas and um, got to be in Phantom and was like little old lady number two. And, uh, and then, but the thing I've always been thankful for is my parents always just encouraged me to, you know what, you have, you know, you're a pepperoni on a pizza. So whatever pizza needs a pepperoni, like you will get hired for that or you will Mm -hmm. get cast in that. So I never, I never walked into an audition feeling like I remember being a freshman at DBU and going in and auditioning for the role of Christine, like with all the confidence in the world. And it was sweet confidence. Like I look back at freshman Katie, who was 18, uh, you know, knowing there were seniors who were unbelievable first sopranos. And here I was like kind of a mezzo, just like singing my heart out, believing like I can do this. (laughs) And so it's just never been something that I've steered away from. Like I've always wanted to audition. And so I did some musicals in college, finished my time though, getting to do my junior year, we did the music man. And then my senior year, we did little women. And out of that, I think I just, there's something about being in front of a live audience that I've always loved, but something about helping people feel an emotion. My dad, when he found out we were doing Little Women as my senior musical, my dad was like, are you freaking kidding me? I have to sit through a song, a a movie about like Little Women. (laughs) And my dad, and my dad is the sweetest. It's, It's just, he was like, really? And my dad came to all six shows. Wow. Amazing. And wept. Oh, um, so good. because it's such a great story. Yeah. And so Joe, you know, that, that role was kind of who I became when oh, I graduated college. That's my wow. favorite character in the movie. It in is. It so <clears throat> is. I mean, it, in the book, it's incredible. And so I'm so thankful that I, that was my kind of like seeing off into my adulthood, um, yeah. seeing me off into my adulthood role that I got to play because she has to go out in the world and 
believe she can do it and be bigger than herself. And so from there, I was hired with the Indianapolis Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra to, uh, in 2014, this was kind of my breakout role. Um, I got hired to be a sound alike for Anna, play the role of Anna in Frozen. Wow. And it was oh, wow. the first time in the world that the music had been played live. Wow. wow. And so it was literally Phenomenal. the world premiere and my name was in all caps on the playbill. Let's wow. go. Right on. And I That's couldn't incredible. believe it. I had got, I mean, they, I, I'd never experienced anything like that before. And, uh, so two years in a row, I sang the role of Anna and I got to sing with a guy, um, who is absolutely incredible. His name is Ben Crawford. He was the Hans to my Anna cool. and he's phantom on Broadway. Now he has been wow. he's got the longest running streak of phantom on oh, the New York. Wow. What? That's phenomenal. Yeah, he's That's amazing. Awesome. But he was, I was so green and had never done a professional, you know, role before. So he was so kind. And when he got cast as you always want to see someone who's just kind and humble mm-hmm. get just, you know, get that opportunity. And so yeah, to see totally. him do that, we, Donnie and I went and saw him in phantom and we just, we sat in the back and just wept. We wept because <laughs> I've said wept 14 times. That's we fine. leaked out of our eyeballs. We That'll were work. so That's proud. not better. Let's go back to no, wept. I liked yeah. it. I, I liked, liked it. it. <laughs> No, it was awesome. It was awesome. So that's been my my love of musical theater. I saw Beauty and the Beast for the first time when I was about 12 on Broadway. I love Broadway shows. And Same. Um, yeah, it's do. just been, yeah, it's it is it is such an iconic part of our culture and our and and what music does to a, a person. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so um I actually left an audition for Beauty and the Beast one time. I'm five foot ten. Um, so I'm a tall gal and I went and auditioned with every ounce of fervor I have for the role of Belle and, uh, on it, uh, like a cattle call audition and brought uh, on in, uh, New York one time at Pearl studios. And I walked in and there were about five or 600 girls there and they were all about a foot and a half shorter than I was. <laughs> and so I auditioned, they took one look at me and the lady goes, no joke. She goes, thank you. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I left and I walked into Dear Evan Hansen. I was by myself and I walked in. Donnie, I had flown up to New York to audition. Uh, you know, he couldn't go. He had work. And I walked in and I just, you know, had a little tear in my eye because it is sad. You're like, okay, well, I gave my all. And sure, she was yeah, like, yeah. thanks. Um, so I walked in and I said, you know, do you have a single ticket? It was about 30 minutes to, to curtain. And he said, let me see what I can do. And he put me on the front row. Oh, and that, that moment, wow. I think he saw the, the trickle of tear in my eye yeah, and uh, that I was alone. And maybe he <laughs> thought I'd just experienced a breakup. I don't know. But he <laughs> felt bad for me and put me on the front kind row. Of. But like those moments, I will never forget that I held a lady that I didn't know next to me. We both had a glass of wine and we just held each other and cried because she was by herself too. But like the what musical theater does to the soul is yeah. Yeah. so guys, the fact that you have had me come on for this particular series I am blessed, not stressed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It really fits. You know, when we first brought up having you on, it was either this or dad or day afternoon. And so yeah. we were like, well, I just feel like the musical thing works better for Well, me. how yeah, much I does she like Die Hard? Can I she do a Bruce Willis sound I'd love Katie's take on Terminator <laughs> 2, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah. So Katie, um, with you mentioning Phantom of the Opera, I'm glad because this gives me the opportunity to segue into an apology. I think maybe I first need to yeah i so uh phantom of the opera didn't end up on our list to Mm -hmm. vote for listen i tried and people are 
as much as uh, people can be tied to loving movies, and we've done polls before where certain movies weren't included, and we're like, hey, get over it. It's Cars 3. Um, <laughs> but then there's also times like, so musicals is like another level. And so I was like, totally. let's just put everything. Let's just put everything on there. But we missed Phantom of the Opera. Uh, we also missed the Newsies. And so I think that was the time and no one has to join in with me. No, I, 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 I co-signed this with yeah. you, Carter. I, I, I guess I, we should have caught this. Triple signed I, it. While I don't think it would have had enough votes to be on the series, there are some, I I underestimated the followership. What do you, it's, Newsie already sounds like someone who follows the Newsies. Yeah, they're, they're called. Say, like what's a Newsie groupie? Uh, that's a new zoopy, a new zoopy, yeah, a noopy. All the noopies out there, like we. I mean, death feels threats. Like we've let I mean, death threats. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, we'll, my husband voted. I literally sent him the link. He was in his office. Door is shut, and I'm in the kitchen dealing with puppy. And I hear, "Where the heck is newsies?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man." Baby, I am so, what do you want me to say? I'm so sorry. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. He was like, oh my gosh, where's the write-in ballot? Where is it? Um, we no, I did that. get like, oh, I did. I got like 15 messages of people oh, asking me where oh, Newsies man. Is. But so listen, gonna, that just means that we have to come back and do Newsies yeah, yeah. by itself for those 15 people. Yeah. We'll do yeah, Newsies we'll five do weeks in a row in a year. Yep. It, I'll try and, all year. We'll talk about the Newsies. <laughs> yeah, I'll be apologizing for that for, I think, a long time. And it's so, okay. Uh, honestly, not including Newsies is probably better for the Newsies fans than actually having it because it might have disappeared under all of the other musicals, but now that it stands out, uh, they get to hear people talk about Newsies a lot more than yeah. what probably would have happened in the first We've place. We've said Newsies more in this 30 minutes <laughs> than I think has been said all over the world today. Phenomenal. That's in, in terms of <laughs> in terms of talking about our list for this series, so Katie is going to help us bookend. She'll be here for Mary Poppins, which is our week one. That'll be tomorrow. tomorrow. And then she'll be here for the finale and talk about a fin- the fact that uh, tomorrow comes will be the last song of the entire <laughs> series is pretty perfect. Uh, but we'll have Les Mis there. But in our list, Katie, uh, and I'd love to hear from everybody, uh, how many of the movies that made the series were on your ballot? We have Three. Mary Poppins this week. Next week, we'll have La La Land. Then Greatest Showman. Then we have The Sound of Music. And then we have Les Mis. Three. Three. Three were on mine. Two. Two for Doge. Four for me were on there. And so, and the only one that wasn't is what we're doing tomorrow, which is Mary Poppins. So Right on. Feels like a nice mix there. But uh, something that I want to do is I want to play a game, if that's fine. Yes. Always. And um, this game is perfect because it's going to be, I would say all five of these movies that we're going to be reviewing over these next five weeks are pretty familiar to everybody, right? Is it the kind that you feel like you would be able to come up with a collective synopsis together? Oh, perhaps we're going to play. It's a relatively new game, but it's going to be a little more fun. The dynamic really changes in this game when you have three three people. Okay. All right. But, but we're going to play synopsis us excellent okay and if you remember synopsis us uh is it's kind of that uh one word at a time right so uh how about our order is katie we're gonna let you start as our guest so to go katie doge jordan and it'll continue in that rhythm and i'll be writing down y'all synopsis but i will give you the name of one of the movies that we're going to come up i've picked three and y'all are going to write the synopsis together trying to get as close to the actual synopsis 
as possible. Guys, and we just okay. say bad, one th- word at a time. One yes. word at a time. And when okay. I'm saying actual synopsis, this is just the one that IMDb, their algorithm has said, this is the one that shows up right by the poster when you're oh looking my gosh. at it, right? This is like the one to tell you the general things about the movie. But to kind of help us get started, what I usually do is tell you how many names are in that synopsis. So like in terms of like proper names, but these are <laughs> names of characters, not of places. But I do want us to go ahead and start with 1964's Mary Poppins. Okay. 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 So you have one sentence here. All of these have been, and there are, believe it or not, uh, I'll let you guess. I'll let you guess. How many How many actual proper names do you think are in this synopsis? Two. That's what Four. I was going to say. I think it's going to be two. Zero. Oh. Zero. Okay. Um, Katie, if you would like to start us off, you are trying to do the synopsis. I, let me just give you, I'll go read, to give us a taste, one of the ones we're not going to do is La La Land. And so let me just go read La La Land's synopsis. That'll be next week's episode. So while navigating their careers in Los Angeles, a pianist and an actress fall in love while attempting to reconcile their aspirations for the future. Okay, we're not doing that one, but that's kind of a vibe of cool. Dude, so many of these synopsis are so weirdly like um like hoity toity. Like they make all these movies be like clinical. They sound clinical. That's the word. It, yeah, yeah, it's it's like this bare bones, dry description of what's happening. So keep that in mind. Let's let's roll with that. Yeah, keep that in mind. Okay. Katie, you want to start us off? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's a lot of pressure for that first word. I hate to put that on you. Yeah, it's hard. It's just out of confidence that I give this to you. Carter, who's going next? Who's going after Katie? It's you. I got it. I believe it's Katie Doge okay. Jordan. Okay. Two. T-W-O. Thank you. Young children. Who? Right. W-R-I-T. Okay, okay, I'm with yeah. you. A-N-A-N. Advertisement. That's what I was going for. Okay. I believe it's advertisement. Advert- I was going to say, dang it, I had one job. <laughs> advertisement. Four. A. I keep getting articles. <laughs> Nanny. Comma. Are surprised. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when. She. Rules. <laughs> is that is that a period? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's our synopsis for Mary Poppins. So if we were like, just think, if you were to just read this to somebody and be like, hey, what movie do you think this is? I, I think people would guess. I people think would so. get Mary Poppins. For sure. For sure. But here is your synopsis. Two young children who write an advertisement for a nanny are surprised when she rules. <laughs> yeah. That's great. You guys, it's we like are the so people, talented. It's like, it's like the people who made Rocket Power wrote the synopsis. Yes. 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 Rocket power. Yes. So here, here is our actual synopsis. Okay. Okay. And we'll see how closely we got here. And you're right. It does kind of get flowery sometimes in these. In turn of the century London. Oh my gosh. Bleh, bleh. If y'all had hit that on the nose, game over. <laughs> A magical nanny employs music and adventure to help two neglected children become closer to their father. So... I get that personally and and legitimately I like y'all's more. But that again, the actual Mary Poppins synopsis, in turn of the century London, a magical nanny employs music and adventure to help two neglected children become closer to their father. It's like blah, blah. but y'all, <laughs> two young children who write an advertis an, ad, ad, an advertisement for a nanny are surprised when she rules. When she rules, dude. <laughs> I think yeah. I honest, I love that. Uh, our next movie <laughs> is going to be The Greatest Showman. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have something I need to tell my teammates, 
and it is this. I've never seen The Greatest Showman. I only know it's about a circus. So Great. Remember so when we had to do the fifth game. element and neither of us had seen that? We'll be fine. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Just summon all your this courage. This is going to be so fun. Uh, do we have any guesses here for uh, how many names we have? None. Zero. Ten. I mean, I've heard two synopsi now and neither one of them had a proper noun. So I'm going to say zero. The answer is zero. Mm. Zero. Uh, Doge, so how about not you start ten, us off for this Doge one? Said. So this will go Doge, Jordan, Katie. Okay. 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 Doge is the first. <laughs> the story. <laughs> Opens. <Ooh>. And eventually. <laughs> I mean, I want to say closes. Yeah. <laughs> the story. The story opens and eventually begins. Ooh. When. Gosh, no proper nouns makes this hard. I'm trying to think of how to describe P.T. Barnum. Um, when when a uh, I phoned it in. Tall. Nice. Circus. Man. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm loving this. Recruits. Some wayward Body once told me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, wayward. Wayward. Yeah. Very good. Recruit some wayward folks for circus time. One word. <laughs> purposes. Circus, circus time, time purposes. purposes. Excellent. Period. Is that period? period. Yeah. That's great. I yep. mean, I like it. <laughs> the story opens and eventually begins when a tall circus man recruits some wayward folks for circus time purposes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I so think that our, was better than our last. That's great. This, this synopsis is making me the most, the, the actual synopsis makes me the most frustrated oh because boy. it starts with the word. No one would have ever gotten this. It starts with the word celebrates. What? Celebrates. Celebrates the birth of show business and tells of a visionary who rose from nothing to create a spectacle that became a worldwide sensation. Boo. Yeah. That's a terrible that synopsis. One was bad. Yeah, it's not good. Terrible synopsis. Not anything close to the story opens and eventually begins when a tall circus man recruits some wayward folks for circus time purposes. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal work. Finally, uh, oh, we have good. one more that we're going to do for Synops Us. And that is going to be The Sound of Music, which was our second highest voted upon series and will be our second with the Dame Julie Andrews mm. of the series. Dang, sorry, Dang, Dang the Julie Dang. Andrews. Dang, sorry. Dang, Dang Julie Andrews. Forget Dang we, don't have Julie that Andrews? we don't have that explicit yet. Yeah, we can't. Um, <laughs> what do we have here for uh, how, many, how many names you think are in here? One. Zero. Yep, I'm going one. Zero. Always oh. zero. Zero for any of them. Jordan, you're going to start us. Okay. I want to give a little hint here. This is the shortest synopsis. Nice. The actual one is the shortest of all of them. All right. Though the movie itself is two hours and 52 minutes. Oof. So is it Enough. Jordan, me, Doge? It is Jordan, okay. Katie, Doge. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The sound of music. Okay. <clears throat> shortest synopsis. No names. No names. The hills are alive. When the nanny skips through. Oh, I don't remember what country it is. <laughs> That's fine. Austria. Just say, just uh, say period. Austria. Isn't it Austria? I think you're right. Let's call it Austria. Is that what you're going to say? Austria? Yeah, Austria. Yeah. yeah. Did you put a period on it? What do we think? <laughs> yep. 
That's let's end it. Let's yeah. cut it there. Cool, 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 cool. The hills are alive when the nanny skips through Austria. <laughs> that is exhausting of her just almost three hours of just skipping up the face of mountains. Dude, that is a long one too, huh? Oof. A woman leaves an Austrian convent to become a governess to the children of a naval officer widower. So many describing words in that. Wow. I, I, there was a part of me that was hoping that we would just say the Mary Poppins synopsis again. <laughs> Except <laughs> add, Nanny, instead of two, Nanny. it's 17. Yeah. A billion yeah. children send an advertisement. <laughs> for Because they have a bad dad. Yeah. Right. And then instead of a greedy bank, it's Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the difference? Tomato, What's tomato. What's the difference? Uh, I asked Katie just but moments ago, what is her favorite game? And so I've decided let's play that game. So let's play oh. another game. We're going to play Battleship. the good, good game. And Katie's favorite, sponsored by Katie Pestless herself. So you can Rumble. blame this sound that you're about to hear on yes, her. this <laughs> awful. Uh, we're going to play Rumpelstiltskin. And in Rumpelstiltskin, uh, what happens is it's another synopsis-based game, but I read, we head on over to the Rotten Tomatoes place, and I read the tomatoes. movie info. Rotten Tomatoes. And, rotten Tomatoes. And with the movie info, after I read this, these three will have to try and guess the title of the movie. The point here for me, my homework, is to try and find a movie that they probably have not heard of. Uh, and these this time of the year... There's there's several of those, so we do we do have uh, a lot to do. We've already done Max Reload and the Nether Blasters. That was that was our, our most recent game. Good grief! So we won't do that one again. But let's jump on down, and I have found one for you. Uh, and I'm going to read this. And how do we want to start, Katie? We'll have you start again, trying to guess the title of this movie. Uh, this movie is going to be an hour and 47 minutes long. I do like to give clues for y'all to make this easier. Uh, it'll be coming out August 14th of 2020. Uh, it is directed by Igor Abramenko, mm. okay. classic director. Classic Igor. In the in the horror sci-fi genre. Here is our movie info. Katie, you're going to be the first to guess the name of this movie in Rumpelstiltskin. Okay. Summoned to a secluded research facility, a controversial young doctor examines <gasps> a cosmonaut who returns to Earth with an alien parasite inside of him. Summoned to a secluded research facility, a controversial young doctor examines a cosmonaut who returned to Earth with an alien parasite inside of him. What's the name of this movie? Guess its name. Can you read it for me one more time? Yes. Summoned to a secluded research facility, a controversial young doctor examines a cosmonaut who returned to Earth with an alien parasite inside of him. I'm going to call this movie Nevada. Mm, mm. That's good. I respect it. This movie is called Host. I think this movie's going to be called, you said it's horror. I think this movie's going to be called something like Slice. Y'all did good. It is a one word title. Okay. Um, and maybe this was the time that giving you the director's name was actually a big clue. Igor Abramenko. This is called Sputnik. Oh, Cosmonaut. Oh, You're giving that away too. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I that's like Sputnik it. coming out August 14th. All right. How? Where? Yeah, r probably Russia. Uh, I'm not totally sure. In Nevada okay. only. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be 
This is going to sound like several movies you've seen before, but they're making another one like this. Oh, boy. And it comes out on August 28th, 2020. It's an Good. hour and 35 minutes long. Uh, That's a quick one. Mercenaries race against the clock to stop a madman from using a computer program to wreak havoc around the globe. Oh, yikes. Have we run out of ideas? Yes. Isn't that a Fast and Furious movie? That's, That's totally to a say. Fast and Furious movie. literally do yeah. that in a Fast... I don't remember which one because they're all the same thing, but... So is this, this is Fast a- and the Furious 17? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Bruce Willis is in this movie. What? Whoa. So it's a mystery thriller, mystery and thriller action movie. So it's got a little bit of wow. everything. Mercenaries race against the clock to stop a madman from using a computer program to wreak havoc around the globe. Katie, you want to have a guess here? Stopwatch. Nice. Mm. I feel like this is going to have like a really aggressive title. Yeah. I'm going to go with like click boom. One I word. Was- I was going to say like that. that. Here's mine. Countdown to boom. <laughs> Countdown to boom. Click boom. And what was yours, Katie? Stopwatch. 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 So it is a very aggressive title. It is two words. It is called hard kill. Oh my gosh. Goodness gracious. Which are like two of kind of two of the more aggressive words out there. Sure. Just yeah. Put them together. Um, Hard kill. Hard kill. Kill. As opposed to those this softer movie? medium kills that I hear about a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our our final movie that we're going to play some uh, Rumpelstiltskin with. It's a drama romance. Ooh, dramance. Uh, yeah, it's going to be released in September. <laughs> Rama. Uh, hour and 40 minutes. So maybe it will actually have a release. Uh, a college student falls madly in love with a classmate. Y'all, it takes a hard turn here. A college student falls madly in love with a classmate while a Cuban exile... Falls for a beautiful flight attendant. Hmm. Okay. This is a Lance Hool film. Oh, I love Lance. Um, I know. I know. It's if if you don't remember, he did direct uh, Broken Lizards, Club Dread, um, McHale's Navy, Flipper. Uh, it seems he also directed Man on Fire <laughs> with Denzel. <laughs> yeah. Really? Which Man on Fire is so interesting. Critics gave it a thirty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Said it was rotten. I think it's better huh. than that. But. F- but yeah. fans gave it an 89%. I think it's That's pretty f- good, yeah. Yeah, 50% swing there. So we have a college student falls madly in love with a classmate while a Cuban exile falls for a beautiful flight attendant. What's the name of this movie? I've got it. I know. Man on Fire 2, colon, Men on Fire, colon, Different Men, Same Fire. Same. Okay. Any other guesses? Or do we all agree? <laughs> right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I've got mine. I think this one is artistic and sort of comes from like a, it really wants to be like a. <laughs> I thought you were saying the title was artistic. No, no, this no. This movie is called artistic. Well, my, my thought is it really feels like this is trying to be like a life is beautiful type, like multiple stories. Sure. And so my, my answer is high and then two, uh, two slashes and then low. Okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> okay. I got it. Eat, Pray, Love 2, The Cuban Sandwich. (laughs) Oh, that's too good. The Cuban Sandwich Crisis. (laughs) It is called simply Two Hearts. Two Hearts. That's way worse. What a letdown. I like all of our choices. Also, there's four hearts involved in just the synopsis. No, that's the twist. only two. (laughs) They're the same people. 
<laughs> Some of them are golems made of animated clay. You don't know until the end of the movie. What? Who has been brought to life by a dark wizard? And who is a real human? What I want you got, it might be hard. Coming this September. <laughs> Two hearts. Um, I have a, a couple questions to ask uh, before we end this wonderful episode. Katie, the energy is high. It was already high for the subject matter, but I think to have you on finally and uh, just see how well you are working with us, I am even more excited. And so this is going to be a really fun week. But uh, one question I want to ask first to everybody uh, very quickly is, what's just streaming? Mm. Mm. What are you streaming right now? I'll start. I am on such a kick uh, of like these educational like documentary types that are on these streaming devices. I watched all of Zac Efron's Down to Earth. Oh, is it good? It's actually really good. I've heard some good things. I really, really enjoyed it. Down to Earth is basically about, they, they do a lot of like cuisine type stuff and really get immersed in culture, but it's mainly about how to make the planet healthier and like how to take care of the planet. Mm. And so they're going and visiting sometimes countries, sometimes towns, sometimes communities um, that have been doing a really good job and just have not had much exposure. And it's like, if we can all just be more like this, that would be great. Uh, and I'm also flying through the toys that made us. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I also know there's a series called The Movies That Made Us, and I can't wait to do that. But I do want to finish The Toys That Made Us first. The Toys That Made Us, y'all, is some of the best TV I've watched all year. Really? I, I am having... It is so... It is edited together, and it is so fun, the way that they tell these stories. And super educational. It goes way outside of toys. It's like Ninja like it, Turtles, He-Man, like that kind of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. And The Toys That Made Us is is really... It feels like a half and half on in terms of like TV and film hmm. because it's talking about how many of these production companies say toy first and then for the sake yeah. of making a show or it's like, hey, the toy is not selling. We need to do the show. We I was watching a a, an episode recently to where Legos, it was about Legos. Um, and so Legos uh, started off as just like this amazing thing. But then when video games were introduced, they're like, oh crap, what do we do? So they started doing licensing, right? So we've got... Um, we licensed for star Wars and we licensed for Harry Potter, but it was a doomsday at Lego headquarters in 2003, because that is a year in the middle of all the star Wars and Harry Potter movies that neither had a release that year. And so they lost like over $100 million. Wow. Goodness gracious. Just because those two, there weren't movies out. And so it's crazy how much that stuff was attached, but yeah, that's the stuff that I'm really enjoying right now. What is everybody else streaming? I'm a... My quarantine TV habits have been strange, to say the least. Not been consuming a ton of new content, but I have been uncontrollably watching uh, Binging with Babish. Mm. Like every single video that dude puts out makes me very hungry and makes me want to go cook things. His voice is so comforting. And then I remember I'm not as good at cooking as he is, but I really want to try a croque monsieur soon. Mm. Cooking shows are so relaxing to me. Yeah, me too. I mean, you have like your peak, like the great... British Baking Show, of course, really is like a, this, something you could listen to as you fall asleep. But all of that stuff, especially when it's such high quality production, like yeah. uh, Chef's Table, things like that. Dude, yeah. Babish, his, Babish his, his quality is unbelievable too. Like his videos yeah. are great. Yeah, no, I, I love that. Yeah, there's tons of those. There's plenty of that content out there. Um, I cannot, for me, I cannot get over Shit's Creek. I can't stop watching it. We finished it's it. so good. We started it over. Like we finished it and we're just like, run it back. Season one, here we go. <laughs> It is yeah. hysterical. I haven't watched a a sitcom that is this character driven in a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. The show lives and dies on whether or not you buy into the characters and their relationships, and it's impossible not to. I love it. 
Um, and then yeah. also we're playing through uh, Red Dead Redemption for Callie's first time. So I'm calling everybody boy right now, which is great. Boy. Yes. Boy. Man, Moira Rose is mm. one of the greatest. Well, let's be honest. I mean, Catherine O'Hara yes. is a, a treasure. She is a she is a world treasure. And so Shit's Creek is to me between her and Eugene Levy. Yes. You have this it almost Complete, is nostalgic. Like Yet sometimes, I mean, for some people, maybe they've never seen, you know, those old Christopher Guest movies. Right. But you feel the nostalgia, whether you've seen those movies or not with the two totally. of them. Totally. They, they just history. believe, you believe their relationship is what it is. And anything yep. Anne Murphy does in the whole show, who plays Alexis, I am crying. I was her for Halloween this oh my last gosh. year with my friend James. Mm. He was uh, David. And Amazing. we just, I, I, I've, I've, Donnie and I normally do our, our, do a, you know, like our costumes together, but this was one of the best decisions I've ever made. <laughs> at some point we're going to be Jay and at some point we're going to be Jay and Silent Bob, but oh, so good. Uh, we, I just am not quite ready for that one. So, but the yeah, last right. year was a great, you know, just, I got to wear the most bedazzled dress and just act a fool all day. And it was awesome. That's I love it. That's amazing. Um, okay, so I actually have this weird cycle that I go through where I'm a pretty like anxious person. I don't like shooty movies. Donnie had me watch John Wick one time and I nearly murdered him because <laughs> I I liked the movie, but the only time I really can watch a scary movie is when we're on a tour bus. And I don't know why that psychologically is the way it is, but no one can catch me if I'm going 65 miles an hour. Interesting. Gotcha. So that's that really fair. is my logic. Like I can, I do not watch horror movies. I don't watch action movies. Like I really don't like shooting movies. I am. Mm. Chelsea, I'm a my six wife is on the six. Enneagram hardcore. So, uh -huh, uh -huh. but very strangely, I go through these weird cycles where all of a sudden I'm like, I want to watch a mystery. So this quarantine, I have watched Waco. Oh, wow. Defending Jacob, which have y'all heard of this? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. The teenage kid gets is in the wrong place at the wrong time and oh, okay. gets accused of murder. Interesting. It's incredible. Uh, it's Captain America and uh, Lady, what's Chris her Evans. name from uh, Downton Abbey? Um, the 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 turd. So so I <laughs> so dead to me was another mm. one defending Love Jacob Waco. I mean, I was so sucked in to all of those. <laughs> Yet yep. at the same time, to balance that, Lego Masters blazed through. We loved yep. it. And Bob's Burgers. Will Arnett. Will Arnett is such a good host. He Will was Arnett so is fun. fantastic. But literally, I wrote in my notes, I don't want to meet him oh, because okay. I'm afraid that he is going to be one of those token people that you meet and you're like, actually, he's a butthole. Yeah. I hope oh, he's no. not a butthole. But I, I fear that he, it's, he has this. And I, I'm not saying he's mean. I'm just saying I think he's so sarcastic that I think meeting him, I'd be disappointed because I'd want him to be. I'd want to hope he's friendly. Right. And <laughs> I think he's a, probably a very sarcastic, giving, kind of throw you're, it at you kind afraid, of person. That's fair. You're afraid he's actually Job. For yeah. sure. 100%. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I'm torn there because if I end that conversation, I'm probably going to be disappointed that he's actually Job. But then after I let it sit for a while, I'm like, okay, well. There's part of me that wants him a little no, bit. That's, that's what I wanted. That's what yeah. I wanted. Right. That's what I wanted it is, all it, I am torn. You kind of want him to be a butthole to you. And at the same time, it's like if I meet Meryl Streep, I'm expecting she's going to be a butthole to me. Right. Yeah. Because she's yeah. Meryl Streep. 
Right. Yeah. Like she, she does, I want she her yeah. to talk to me like she talked to Anne Hathaway and Devil Wears Prada. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Please yes. turn me down. Anyways, like Bob's imagine, Burgers, imagine I want eating... to be Linda Belcher. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I love Bob's Burgers also, just by mm-hmm. the way. That is a great Can show. you tell, can you, for those listeners that maybe you're hopping over here because they're, they're, they're my friends on Instagram. Can you guys tell them how good Bob's Burgers is? Because a lot of my friends don't quite understand the comedy and it's something that you have to, you have to un- understand that it's literally gold. Mm, it's comedy yeah. gold. And somehow I still like get teary at the end of some episodes. Yeah. Yep. I think Bob's Burgers has this quality to it that it it has some of the 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 meta humor that I love where it's sort of making fun of itself or making even fun of the medium of a sitcom, but it really does feel like um a sitcom that like we would have grown up watching just animated. And I think that's what yep. I like about it so much is that it takes the 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 fun of a that 70s show of a fresh prince of you know whatever and it it puts it in this cartoon world with this these fantastic voice actors who just sell every line no matter how absurd it is mm-hmm. and uh I think like you said and then at the end of the day it's also still about a family that loves each other it's very interesting I love man, it man if we're if we're not careful I'm going to get on my soapbox about animation in the west is still perceived as primarily a children's medium right. and it shouldn't be because right. animation is a useful tool to tell really interesting stories but I don't want to get on that soapbox. But, so I won't say our series. We've already you done a Pixar series. At, you had a foot on it just now, though. You definitely you had for a sure. I was, like, I was I I put a little bit. I'm, I was doing like a single leg raise. Yeah. I would say here's my pitch for Bob's Burgers. I think a lot of people that don't want to do Bob's Burgers are the ones that maybe watched two episodes of The Simpsons or Family Guy or South Park and were like, "This is not me." Right. South Park is not meant to be that. I li- I actually like like South Park. It is a it's a pretty crude satire and like just looking at culture and uh, through a lens that's very honest and just pretty awful. It's Cards uh, Against the Humanity, the cartoon. Right. Yes. Very well said. Uh, and then I've never been a huge Simpsons fan. And then Family Guy is fun. It's just super sticky. But I think Bob's Burgers is very character driven. Totally. Um, but what Bob's what Bob is trying to do is like that show gives you a bunch of characters that you uh, simultaneously have never seen before in your life and are completely unique. And yet you can kind of start to relate to them. Exactly. Like when you start watching enough of it, you're like, okay, that's bizarre. But my mom was totally like that. Right. Sure. And now yeah. I get it. And now I see why she was like that. I, I, it's just, it's super thoughtful. And yeah, that dude's been super successful who H. created John Benjamin. Dude, mm-hmm. they have Central Park now, which is on Apple Did TV. Did H. John Benjamin create or just voice Bob? No, I think he's part of the creation of the show. I think he's part of the creation team. Hmm. I remember sure. I watched um, one of the early episodes of Bob's Burgers where he gets trapped in a wall while his in-laws are in town and doesn't want to come out because yeah. he wants to be alone. And I remember watching that episode and being like, that's so stupid, but I kind of get it a little bit. Just like leave me alone right. and let me stay inside my wall. <laughs> Right. So yeah, I think the episode where Linda Belcher, they don't tell Linda that um, their oldest daughter has gotten into a car accident because she doesn't keep a secret and they can't tell because the insurance agent is trying to <laughs> con them and like blackmail them. There's a scene where she says, oh my gosh, Bob, why didn't you tell me that, you know, Tina was in an accident? And he says, because you can't keep a secret. And she's like, I absolutely can keep a secret. And it cuts to them at a party and she goes, sorry, we're late, Bob, I diarrhea. <laughs> and then she says, actually, you're right. I can't keep a secret. And Donnie was like, yeah. baby, that is you. Like if we show up late to a party, literally about 
a week prior to that, Donnie couldn't come to a party with me. And it was a friend's birthday party. And they were like, how is Donnie? And, and he had some belly issues. Mm. <laughs> and I could, I wish I could say that I handled myself with grace and dignity, but I was like, Donnie has diarrhea. And then you, and then you blasted <laughs> him on a podcast just yeah, now, you did which say is that story great. on a podcast. I did. So it's sort of but, the same but thing. But that is, that's who we are. Like Donnie is Bob. Yeah. And, and, and so in so many ways, I love wine and I love the kids that are in my life. So, you know, well, I mean, you we, we really do. It is a parallel. You're right. Thank you for sharing that because I want people to hear how good it is and how much they're missing out if they don't watch Bob's great. It's yep. great. You got it. Um, you talk about the, the kids in your life. Tell me a little bit about, and I, I wanted to kind of end the episode asking like, what are your current projects? Uh, what do we, what can we look forward to in the future from Katie? after everyone listens to you for this next week and, or this next month. And they're like, okay, that she's awesome. Um, cause I know for sure you've done some stuff with hospitals. I'm, I'm looking at the background you have on our zoom right now, which, which is the castle at uh, Disney world. And yeah, what are you working on right now, Katie? So we, through quarantine, I actually, uh, it was kind of unfortunate. Um, just the fact that I would actually be on a tour right now, my very first tour. And, um, you know, I feel for the people who, I mean, this has affected so many people. Obviously, let's be honest, some people have lost their lives. So there's no, all of this pain we're going through is so relative. And I acknowledge that. However, um, it is worth grieving that I would have been on my first tour right now. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, yeah. I hurt for the people who launched books during this time, who launched records during this time, who, you know, uh, had that kind of situation because it's just really, it's just sucky. Um, yep. so we had just announced my first Karen Carpenter tribute show. That's one of the things that I do the most is Karen Carpenter. And so I had just done my first five shows before quarantine hit. And, uh, when, when quarantine hit and my shows were canceled, I had a 10, 10 date tour and, uh, had my crew. We had a little Mercedes, you know, bus. We were going to drive around a little like van thing. You know what I mean? Those mm -hmm. cool buses yeah. or the cool bus vans. I was so excited and I had to call my crew and tell them it had been canceled. Mm. And so I kind of had to quickly shift gears. And so I jokingly did with our roommate, I was like, let's do, let's do a video close to you. It's hilarious. It, we can't. And also it's a carpenter's hit. So we did this and it had like 25,000 views on Instagram. So I jokingly was like, okay, well, I'll do a video every day. Well, born out of that began this, this following and growing friends on Instagram where the Ryan Seacrest Foundation heard about it and they have studios all over the country in different children's hospitals where celebrities or voice personalities, Instagram personalities, that kind of thing, partner with them. And then they hop on a Zoom call just like we're doing right now and they chat with children and sing so with cool. them, do games, uh, trivia, all of that. And so anyways, I am, I've, I just, uh, about a month ago got to be with Dallas Children's, which is so cool because obviously that's where I'm from. And, um, and then I just, this past week got to be at Vanderbilt children's, but it's all virtual, even though it's eight minutes down the road from me in downtown Nashville, yeah. um, I got to be with them. And so that's, we're starting kind of a little, kind of a little virtual tour with Ryan Seacrest foundations. And I'm so thrilled to partner with them and be an advocate for them because talk about, talk about, um, humbling when we're talking about quarantine and there are children that. Um, have not left that hospital and might not leave that hospital for years. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. we get to bring, literally get to, I get to bring Disney world to them that's and it's awesome. an honor of my life. So that's so cool. It's very yeah. cool. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. Absolutely. And thank you so much for being a yeah, part thank of you. 
today's episode and the future. Thanks, and guys. Yeah, we are we are so excited to get this thing kicked off. Um, to end our episode today, to end our mini Monday, I'd love to have your name and what role you would like to play in these these movie musicals um, <clears throat> that we're going to have. So find a specific role and let me know which one you uh, would like to play. I'm Carter, uh, and I would like to play Javert from Les Mis because it would make it perfect, or, or at least closer to, because <laughs> Russell Crowe is the biggest mistake that entire movie made. We'll talk We'll talk more about that in the future. Um, but, I mean, if you want to let me age, that's fine. I can wait. Like, if we can do some, like, good makeup on there. I'm not. I sing, and I'm, I am not to the quality of, uh, like, <laughs> Academy Award winning Anne Hathaway and things like that. But I promise you, I bet it's a better experience than Russell Crowe. <laughs> so that's who I would be. I'm Doge, and I think I would like to be the, the second greatest showman, maybe the medium <laughs> showman. So where I don't have a ton, there's not a lot expected of me and I could do a good show, but always know that Hugh Jackman's going to come in and be the greatest showman. So the medium showman, less I think pressure I'll go with. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. It's achievable. <laughs> um, I'm Jordan. If I put in minimal effort. Exactly. I only yep. have to have medium talent. I'll be the medium showman. I think that's great. I think that's the bullseye for anyone. It's like you're pulling in through the drive-thru and you're like, yeah, I'll have a medium showman and fries <laughs> and a large Dr. Pepper. Thank you. Hey, it's great. That's every order in Texas at a fast food restaurant yep. is, and a large Dr. Pepper thing. This you. is yes. probably not the right time to have this conversation. I don't particularly care for Dr. Pepper. Ugh, oh, it's I know that's gross. Tough. I know that's tough. It's too much flavor. Both of you? I'm Room's alone, divided. aren't I? 23. Okay, too many good. flavors. 23 flavors is That's too fine. many. Um, Pick two. I can do two. Like cherry Coke, sometimes cherry Coke and lime. Three flavors is good. 20 more flavors than that is too You're much asking. going on. <laughs> okay. I started to really hard defend Dr. Pepper and decided <laughs> this is not the podcast or the play. Fair enough. Hey, I'm Jordan, though. And uh, I really think my answer is actually Uncle Albert. <laughs> I think that would be a blast. Um, I think that would be so much fun and, uh, I'm sticking with that. That's my answer. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm Katie and it's cliche, but I really want to float down from the clouds hmm. with an umbrella that talks to me. Um, so I'm going to go with Julie Andrews, Mary Poppins. Wonderful. And I'm Love tall. It. So let's be honest. It's, it's perfect. Nanny's like, she's got this kind of tall thing going on that I like. It's cool. Yep. There's yep. something stern about it when she can really look down at the kids. And I think that works. There's something That's why tall. I went into being There's a nanny. tall about her. Yeah, something tall. <laughs> if somebody's like, describe Mary Poppins in one word, tall. Tall. <laughs> I would have said, I would have said, British, you know, but that's just me. <laughs> she's, she's quite tall. Oh, Michael Caine. She's Michael Caine. <laughs> Wait, I missed it. Do it. She's quite tall. Mary Poppins <sighs> is quite tall. With, and that's what's got dangerous. Yeah, right? just wait, just wait. I'll put these magnets in here. You won't even know it. I hits think you. It, I'm, I'm realizing it makes it worse. Oh, look it. I think it makes it better. I think it does too. Actually, Mary Poppins is quite tall. <laughs> She's floating down from the cloud on her umbrella. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Does you found it? You landed on I it and it. you stayed there. What a great end. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.